Welcome to the Midheaven Podcast. We, of course, are back with another super awesome episode. This, of course, is the Peace Dealer. And, uh, yeah, it's just the Peace Dealer. I have someone next to me. He's just the Peace Dealer. He's just running the whole fucking show. I'm going to let him have it because it's his birthday. So you you can have it for now. This is my episode. I'm going to let you finish, Candice. But... (laughs) My shirt is the best shirt. Moon and Taurus. Like I'm gonna let you finish, but (laughs) Gemini New Moon is the best new moon of all time. Got the eclipse. We we are filming this the evening before the eclipse in Gemini, so it's it's, um, high tension in the studio today. (laughs) Um, Just kidding. I'm just being psycho. Um, Let's start off the 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 podcast on a high note since it's going to be your birthday and I heard you're going to be 31 now so you're old as fuck. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Okay. So I got you something very special. Close your eyes. You got to cover them. You got to cover them. <laughs> you got to cover them. And also best believe you're going to share this with mommy. Oh. So. Is it, is it what I think it is? You know, I thought that Oreos were very appropriate. Oreos? Given the, given the, given, given our podcast. Because we're black and white, duh. Oh, is this the fleshlight I was asking for? They make an Oreo fleshlight? Oh, it's a cake, my man. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Oh, shit. I was like, Oreos? Damn, Okay. Happy birthday. Happy almost birthday. You have to, okay, so you have to make a wish. Because we're like in the midst of what's about to be the eclipse. So you have to think really hard about it. Make it count. Okay. Are you blowing out now? Yeah, I'm not going to sing. I'm toned off. So just like, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mike. Happy birthday to you. Yes. Wow. This is, this is wild. Oh, I got called this all the time in high school. <sighs> Yay! Happy birthday! Do I demolish this now? I mean, you're going to give me some of that. But yeah, here, have, have at it, boo. That's all you. Wait. Um, See, I got cake and beer. This is my favorite day. Caucasian <laughs> household ever. Of all time. Where's racism? I don't think. <laughs> it is... Um, yeah, I mean, what what an exciting, what an exciting time <laughs> to have an eclipse and a new moon to all exist. happening right around your birthday. That that is a very very big year ahead. Like when yeah. you have a solar return um, during an eclipse, like that's almost seen as especially a new moon eclipse. That's like you'll look back on. 2020 and part of 2021 and be like that was the year everything changed you know what i definitely can agree with that uh i would say so far between this year and last year gotta try this he's like eyes on the prize right now no you gotta put that all in your mouth <laughs> i mean that was sad to do you don't act like you're not gonna do that don't be a quitter <laughs> holy shit okay watch I, I actually <laughs> <laughs> two mouths, one cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Is it good? Does mm-hmm. it taste like Oreos? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say it tastes like cake, but 
With the cake. It's cake, bitch. Mm, and the Oreo no, cake. Don't look at the price tag. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much is in my bank account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, here, I'll get this so you don't consume that. There you go. You're not supposed to eat those? No. Oh. I'm supposed to eat those. I wonder. Maybe it's extra protein. You never know. Extra (laughs) waxy. Well, I started a podcast with you this year. Mm, Gathered the the Avengers this year. Um, I graduated college around this time last year. Um, Yeah, you did a lot of stuff in this last year, huh? A lot happened, you know, when the apocalypse started. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So, and technically, you've survived your Saturn's return then. You know what? Yeah. Um, Today's 20. (gasps) I almost died around this time last year (laughs) in a car accident. Yeah. A lot's happened. A lot's happened. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I look back on, like, years that i had like new moons and i remember being like oh my gosh all these things are gonna happen like looking at the solar return chart thinking it would happen within a year and some Mm. of those things got started but Mm. it actually took until i had a full moon birthday like two years ago for all of it to come together so it'll be interesting to see we'll have to look at at some point look at your um solar return chart and see see what it says see what says it's coming (gasps) oh my god i forgot solar return um, I think this last year was in Libra, so yeah, I'd have to look it up. Um, freaking, yeah, right now it feels like the seeds have been planted. It's kind of a weird week because, like, early in the first couple of days of June, it was very chaotic with um the squares between mars and pluto and then it kind of calmed down a little bit and like the last like 48 hours has been like a fucking roller coaster so this is coming from somebody who has no gemini in her chart and no mutable or anything and i'm kind of like not faring so well with this but i'm also realizing that you know part of what's happening is like this like upgrade right now right like everything yeah. This is not just your stereotypical eclipse. It's in the midst of, you know, the Mercury Kazemi and, and the retrograde and all the stuff. That's, the Neptune square. Yeah, and the Neptune squares. So a lot of stuff is, like, shaking out. But I feel like moving forward, it's it's going to be really interesting to see um, what manifests from this, like, collectively, not just on a personal level, but, you know, what media changes happen, um, what new networks that we have come out, um, all kinds of exposing of... Um, manipulation of media and like other things i think it's i think it's about to be a very wild month um and by the time this episode is coming out it's actually going to be segueing into cancer season and we're going to have the um summer solstice you know the the sun and everything going into cancer the bloody summer of 2021 well and when the sun goes into cancer um Basically, on the looks like it's going to be. Let's see. I'll, we'll pull the chart and we'll have it for you guys. But it looks like that the sun actually officially ingresses into Cancer early. Well, really, really early or late at night on the twentieth, um, and very early in the morning on the twenty-first of June. Um, and what I think is kind of interesting is right off the bat. When the sun moves into Cancer on the 21st, it's going to come into a trine with Jupiter and Pisces. 
and um, the moon in Scorpio. <laughs> so it will be Whoa. very watery, and that I that I welcome. I welcome Cancer season. I think that'll that'll be um, quite fun, um, especially now that we're kind of getting out of. All of these mutable squares um, and Venus will be also in Cancer. So we're going to still kind of feel all the goodies from that. But yeah, I feel like, you know, and, and you, you guys will, you guys, if you watched our last video, you saw all the stuff that came out from our summer special. So we talk a little bit about what happens um, month by month. If you didn't check it out, make sure you do so you can get some insight into that. And also the giveaway that we're doing that we are very excited about. That's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, cancer season, I feel like it's going to be a nice kind of reprieve from the first three weeks of June, which feels very hectic. I think it's going to be even more of a shit storm. Why? Because of the aspects of Pluto? Well, I knew there was a trine, but I didn't know. I forgot there was the grand trine, which is awesome. So I think Gemini season is the shit, the shit show and cancer season is the shit storm. It's brewing during cancer season. Why? Because everybody gets, like, all emotional. Watch me get this all over my shirt. And also because it's, like, the first summer um, that people are out again and what might feel normal to them where there are not as much restrictions. Governor of Texas actually signed where basically he's not a zombie state. He's like, yeah, we're free over here in Texas, and so you don't need passports or whatever, but... Um, I'm just bringing that up because, like... That's still a thing? The passport thing is a thing? I think so. Yeah. Um, no, definitely. And also, uh, well, I guess it's it, it, it's going to really set up a greater conflict coming into Capricorn season. but Because we have to go through the social science to, like, mediate it. But the cool thing here is um, the... We, we know that people are coming out again. Um... And just mainly, like, there we go. I was going to reference the the judge who overturned the assault ban on weapons. And the governor of that state said that this is going to really threaten people's public safety. So, I mean, we recently are coming out of a, a terrorist attack in Canada or in London, which uh, I think we're going to see more of these cases during the summer. Just because every year people get crazier and crazier. And um, not that there isn't on a positive end more unity and synthesis. But if there was ever a year for motherfuckers to be unnecessarily retarded, er, it is definitely this year. It's going to be unexpected. Um, you might... I almost get the vibe of when we were leaving 2019. Like, there's no way 2020 is going to be worse. And, per- and it was. Right. 2020 was like, hold my beer. Right. <laughs> I feel like 2021 summer is going to be like, hold my tequila. Like, And I don't mean that in a, it's going to be so horrible. I personally feel like we're going to have the greatest summer of all time. You just might see the world burning behind you, and that might be cool though. You might you might go in there like this is horrible. It's like oh shit, like well, this is and, never gonna be the same again. And, and again. one thing that that I think I, mean, <coughs> I, de- I definitely think um, power and control issues are because it's opposing Pluto all right. month. That's true. Yeah, so we've Damn. already seen Mars in opposition to Pluto. Now we're mm. going to see, um, you know, Venus come into an opposition with Pluto. Then the sun will come into an opposition with Pluto. And these are this is conflict, right? Revolving around yeah. the axis of Capricorn and Cancer, which is like the government versus 
the domestic stuff or whether or not people want to go back to work. I'm hearing from a lot of clients and a lot of people that um, now are getting ready to have the ability to go back to work or go back into offices. A lot of people don't want to go. They don't want to go because even with pay raises. Yeah. Or, you know, creating incentive, trying to convince people to come back. Um, Not a lot of people want to do that. And I think that after more than a year of of being in lockdown, but but also having this as an opportunity to reevaluate where their priorities are and if they were prioritizing their mental health or their family or their domestic life. And now that it's almost like they've been pulled out of that for a period of time. People are very hesitant to just go back to work. And not just from a mental health standpoint, but I think a lot of people are still freaked out wondering whether or not it's safe, right? Yeah. So um, that's going to be interesting. And then you've got the squares happening. I mean, we're just off the heels of the Saturn-Uranus squares. Um, as it stands right now on what is when we're filming this, the ninth, it's before the square happens. So... We don't know what's going to happen. We've spoken about it um, pretty extensively in probably this uh, this podcast and both of our, our broadcasts. Um, we'll talk about it even more. But that to me with Saturn, Uranus and the square and Mars moving into um, further into Leo tells me that there there is a lot of fixed energies in the sky where there's going to be standoffs. Yeah. Um, whether or not people want to make change or whether or not they're willing to make change. And the square is uh, a slowly but surely gradual uh, inclining or increasing of a narrative conflict. So the narratives that since like specifically 2020 had come into form, which we all know at this point, like censorship on the Internet didn't ramp up until Saturn just went into Aquarius, which is really weird. Um, and then also, of course, the lockdowns didn't start until then, too. So um, not so much for that, but just that narrative that has sprouted up since that. This is not only seeing that, like, kind of meet to a head and just kind of, like, continue. But, I mean, we if we're going to take, like, the markets, since Taurus is all about value and worth, we for, for those who log, like, day averages the higher the degrees that these get the higher the averages uh will get of course i i love to use bitcoin as an example because that's really like the leader of this new uranian taurus value cap and like it would be interesting to log the higher uranus and saturn gets the higher the like 200 day 20 day average gets so instead of it like reaching a high peak you're gonna actually see like new averages of of like using that as an analogy like how much higher the whole market gets which is interesting because i'm very convinced that um there is gonna be a couple crashes maybe one from crypto another from war and i think it's very interesting too how recently uh during this eclipse energy the pre the 45th president said that bitcoin is a scam what do you feel about that i wasn't expecting that well um i can see and, and you know from the boomer generation too a lot of yeah i, I like, can see that i can see where the boomer generation is very against it but some of these people can't even get into their own fucking email account so you know how the fuck are they gonna comprehend blockchain you know they don't know how to hook oh up a God. printer they're, they're not 
I'm sorry. Or some people will <laughs> some people will say, how is that? How is the U.S. dollar any different too? Because it, it, like Dogecoin has an unlimited amount. Well, people come out and they're like, well, crypto is not real. Well, neither is fucking fiat currency. Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> might as well have monopoly money at this right. point. I mean, I, I get it, but the reality is, is that the or it needs to be regulated, at least. But. Oh, yeah. And that's the appeal, I guess, of, of cryptocurrencies is being able to have something that will maintain its value and it can't be manipulated. And also, I feel like um, I don't really agree with a lot of what, what some people are saying where they're like, well, it's going to you know, create more crime and there's not going to be you know, paper trail and it's going to in- increase a lot of like illegal transactions like. People have been buying drugs with money and... It's already happening. And prostitutes <laughs> and moving mm-hmm. all kinds of things for a very long time. If anything, through um, blockchain, even though there is that sense of, of being anonymous of who was exchanging it, we can still see where the money is coming and going. So it will make it, in a sense, I think, easier to actually follow the money when you really think mm. about it. Um and I, I just also like the, the power to the people and being able to create something that is going to give like a like an even playing field across the board. I mean the, the banks don't want this, right? They don't no. they don't want this. And they want something they can regulate. Right. Not something and manipulate like the fucking right. stock market. Right. So when people start realizing they don't have control over it any longer and you've got enough of like the angry mob with Saturn you know, Saturn and Aquarius squaring off with Uranus and like the banks are trying to find ways to infiltrate. Like the Wall Street bets, that was like a really yeah. good square off between that. But I also think, and maybe this is just like my stoned astro thoughts, but I also think about like the archetypes of Taurus versus Aquarius versus ultimately Leo. Mm-hmm. And that that angle that's kind of heating up over the summer you know from from july actually june and july because we've got planets in leo now and what will manifest from those squares and i think about what leo rules this is theaters this is um actors this is people on stage these are performers um, speculative entertainment right Mm. so how and and casinos Casinos, yeah. So, so kind of technically stocks and crypto too, right? Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. Yeah. So what's gonna That's happen true. when all of these fucking planets come into a square? When it started with all of the gangbusters that were in Aquarius, and we had you know that that kind of Robin Hood thing that went right. down, and then all of the craziness that actually went on in May, which I feel like was much more of a dip in the markets if you, when you really look at it, and then when planets move into Leo, it's well, are we going to see that there is going to be this huge boom in the casino industry? Are we going to see people start announcing a bunch of tours? Um, are we going to have artists that are going to drop a bunch of music? Um, is AMC Union the moon? I mean, I'm just kind of like, something's going to happen here. like, And it's going to have some very Leo It makes sense, qualities. too. It's like it had to come down. If I feel like if it dipped now, then maybe by the time it goes to Scorpio, we might see the opposite, where it's rising higher than it dipped. I definitely think it will. And that can start Leo, too. But I also feel like you're going to see a lot of people, because I think of Scorpio as like, you know, like communism, right? Like Really? And, yeah. Oh, yeah, shared resources. Yeah. So what's going to happen oh. when... <laughs> right. That's funny. So are you going to have stuff oh, go shit. all kinds of wild through the summer when we get to Scorpio? And then remember, by the time we get to the fall of this year, you know, the eclipses are going to begin in Taurus 
and um yeah it'll be in the rigan and taurus so the nodes are moving in the new year into um taurus and scorpio so it's setting up for 2022 to have saturn square uranus square the nodes so it's a build that's going to go into next year where you're going to have people who want to keep the system intact they they, they are going to want to regulate what information is on the internet about trading and what you can and cannot trade or invest in or what you can and cannot see. Um, and then you're going to have this whole other wave of people who are pushing against this. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of it's going to be the Pl- Pluto and Scorpio generation oh, because absolutely. we've been getting fucked for years. Brainwashed. <laughs> like, yeah, but I mean. Experimented yeah, on. Yeah, experimented on. And then you think about, you know, changed. when we were graduate. I mean, we, we were... We were of age, you know, we were aware when 9-11 happened. As we were graduating, we had the crash in 2008. And then we were going into college and the economy's shit. And we just keep taking it in the short. So it's like, as a Pluto in Scorpio person, and I'm seeing the world burn, I'm just kind of like, meh, this has been my whole life. Like, whatever, right. it's just... It'll regenerate in another way. We'll find another way to just keep on going. And... um and yeah. that's the cool thing. Like soon, the, the torch is gonna be passed from Pluto Libra to Pluto Scorpio. And soon, yeah, that's or, or it's happening really. With I mean, the Saturn they've been getting. Cr- I feel for the Pluto in Libra generation. They, the they've Pluto been getting square? crushed with the Pluto, like 81, 82, 83, um, especially the the eighty two to eighty four who were who have been experiencing Saturn and Pluto square natal Saturn Pluto. Which has been a real doozy for many of you guys with your relationships or legal issues, divorces, um, back issues, accidents, um, all kinds of stuff. It's it's been it's been it's been rough rough for them for a little while. So yeah, I get I, I really feel like nobody's nobody's escaping the fucking Thunderdome right now. You've got the mutable signs getting hit from the eclipses and uh, Neptune. Neptune. You've got the fixed signs who are doing what they're doing. There is the tail end of the later degrees of the cardinal signs that are still kind of getting slammed with Pluto and even through these transits and with Chiron now in Chiron, yeah. Yeah. So nobody's nobody's getting out um, this this next month or two without doing some some heavy lifting. And the narratives of the square, remember, are going to lead to the conjunction with the uh, in Gemini at the very end with, yeah. with Uranus and Saturn. So like we got the third quarter square, then a the conjunction or end the balsamic phase be- between. But you're that, talking about when Saturn moves into Gemini with yeah, Uranus, like later, like like 2030. Yeah, in about nine years. So, so this is that yeah. period where we're getting ready to like close off what we what got us here and get ready to like segue to a new market, segue to a new economy, segue to you know something we've never seen. But this is where I feel with that trine with Jupiter. It's like a collect two hundred when you pass go. I hope so. Stimulus checks, <laughs> um, some kind of wishy washy, but like I think for certain people to be amazing it'll be the boost that they needed you mean jupiter and pisces yeah Yeah. that trine for sure it's nice it's gonna be it's it's short but sweet you know that sweet spot definitely being like you know the 21st to maybe what the the 23rd yeah while the sun is in a trine with the transit moon and also jupiter the retrograde bringing stuff to you yeah and then coming out of you know the retrograde which i believe actually mercury goes direct around the 22nd 23rd on the exact day of the trine 
Nice. Mm -hmm. And then we come into um, what will be the Capricorn uh, full moon, which is going to be taking place on the 24th of June. So that's nice. That's definitely um, a rather, I think, uh, one of the nicer moons from what I've seen just with the with the sun, um, you know, making a sextile to Uranus, making a trine to Jupiter. I think we just see this like reoccurring pattern of yet another lunation with Mm. a planet in opposition to Pluto. So Venus in opposition to Pluto and Saturn is in a square to Uranus and Saturn is the ruler of that moon because it's a a full moon in Capricorn. So it's like, ah, the whole month of June is just like a, it's just like a fucking car wreck. Like every time I look at it, it's a car wreck. That's what happened to me last June, a car wreck. At the very end, like right when Mars was at the very end, 29 degrees of Pisces, boom. And like Mars is driving, so, or the accelerator, so... Uh, that to me was the end of that cycle with my car. I think the nice thing is about the Venus in opposition to Pluto can be transformative love and relationships, deep passions, you know, being able to really, it's like transform and grow. Um, I guess the not so pleasant side of Venus in opposition to Pluto is like the stalkers, you know, the people who show up at your work or show up like outside of your house or um you know venus being about relationships love um and uh and values um when it when it stands in opposition to pluto there's a there's a very intense standoff going on and it can it can manifest as some real dark kind of fixated um energies thankfully there's a trying to neptune but it's definite like after that relationships for you will never be the same the intensity of how deeply you even commit to or feel in partnerships are either like totally upgrading and devoting or something's getting cut which is gonna feel more empowering than ever well and we'll really feel it on the 20 like 5th and 26 mm. when venus hits 29 degrees and then the moon makes that opposition so there are it's almost like the dust the dust is settling at the end of June, from um, all of the activity of the retrograde and the eclipses and everything, um, <laughs> right around the, the 26th. And then shortly after, you know, kind of smooths out a little bit. Moon moves into Pisces, comes into a trine with the sun on the 28th, and boom, we've got Mars and Venus and Leo. That's definitely going to be amazing shift. And I love that how that happens when the moon's on Jupiter. So I think as soon as Venus hits Leo, it's going to be like that out of the dark or out because it's still 12 house tomorrow. So it's like the 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 beat changes with the mutable Pisces and things start to get brighter, dramatic, but brighter. And um, there's something that I saw when you put the sun zero degrees cancer. Um, I didn't really know there was a point for it, but like the the sun Venus midpoint is going to be square Chiron. And so that's going to make the start of cancer also like hit different. I love midpoints. I love midpoints. (laughs) Fucking love that shit. You know, because you can see some things with midpoints that you wouldn't typically see. I think like, you know that that get triggered kind of similar like looking at a progress chart you know sometimes mm-hmm. astrologers can look at the transits and we can't figure out what got triggered or what happened but don't sleep on those midpoints yeah. you know the sun moon midpoint the sun venus midpoint the sun pluto midpoint these are just a few that i that i like to work with um and yeah and then that kind of leads us into july which 
we'll talk about more so in future episodes. But really, the the only really other kind of super intense part of cancer season is just this um, reoccurrence of Mercury reactivating the yeah. eclipse point, um, which will be on July 1st when Mercury is... Um, at 19 degrees it's of understanding Gemini. what's happening now but with deeper cancer awareness yeah yeah because it's it's still beh- it's still behind the sun right yeah um oh shit and then Channeling. we have pretty much mercury come out of the shadow period and the square to neptune by about let's say the 10th um yeah, so it starts getting easier around July 8th. So the one other kind of intense period will probably actually be when the sun and the moon and the new moon in Cancer on July 10th come into an opposition with Pluto. That's going to be, what, 18 degrees? 18, 19 degrees. Wow. And then when the sun comes out of an opposition with Pluto, and that'll be from July 17th and 18th. At that point in time, we're at the tail end of Cancer season, and... That's kind of the bang. I guess the cool thing is, is while the sun is in opposition to Pluto, we Venus do have... going to be King Kongs and Pluto, yeah. too. Yeah. Wow. Drama! <laughs> Heating drama. up drama that, like, glows and then slowly burns and reaches that climax. And then all those fucking squares to Uranus. Oh, my God. It just... Yeah. The, the second half of 2021 is... Um, so different when many people like we're saying like oh february march april everything's so slow it's so sluggish right. nothing's moving it's like things are gonna move and you're gonna be dealing with people who haven't been going out and traveling and they're gonna go buck wild right i think we're gonna see a huge resurgence of challenges and issues um actually with um those in uniform um because of all the oppositions to pluto it's kind of bringing up those same energies of um, police brutality and um, yeah I, I I don't like saying that but I, I feel like that's, that's what's so gonna true. manifest and and it's like post so pre the the opposition in cancer it's an individual energy so like everything coming into Leo season is where relative to that Pluto energy you're gonna see in the social zodiac signs a lot more people going out things picking up but just like Candace said, it's going to be like people openly antagonizing and attacking more coming to the Libra square, you know, authority, order. Yeah, it's kind of um, like when you see people go to Vegas and they're like, oh, well, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And people just like act like buck wild assholes. Mm-hmm. That's going to be pretty much everywhere. And I think we <laughs> saw protests pick up last year around this period, too, mm-hmm. from June to like October. Mm-hmm. And that was also during the Mars retrograde. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, and keep in mind, um, we are we are still seeing planets that are um, and have been triggering the eclipse points from last summer. We had a zero degree cancer um, eclipse last summer around the beginning of July. So the sun is getting ready to reactivate that degree, um, as is Mercury. So and anytime you're seeing like a planet cross zero degrees of a cardinal sign it's ready to start getting active so when i see planets um, ingressing into cancer people start moving people start having house parties people start planning you know to redecorate homes renovate homes um fly back home to visit family um all kinds of like domestic stuff so 
it's going to be a, a, a very active summer having had Mars in Cancer and now Venus is in Cancer and the Sun and Mercury are close to follow. I do imagine this may manifest as um, some very interesting things going on with the housing markets. I also, I don't want to go on too much of a tangent. I, I will probably do a video about this on my channel, but um, just knowing what I know about the um, the Gemini eclipse that's coming is about to actually, I think we talked about this, it's going to ignite um, America's Mars. Um, so that is kind of setting mm. the stage for uh, with the retrograde and the um, eclipse and the squares to Neptune, America somehow is about to make some pretty big headlines in terms of possible conflict, possibly getting involved in war, um, mm. maybe mm. even, you know, it could be an ally that somehow we get kind of tangled and, and drawn into something. And Mars rules America's fourth house. So um, Mars deals with um, verbal conflicts, aggression, um, all kinds of stuff going on um, in our homeland and whether yeah. or not the media with the squares to Neptune is actually, um, you know, adding fuel to that fire and creating more drama and conflict um, verbally or with the media or with um, documents, passports, paperwork. Um, it might even be the vaccine paperwork, people arguing over that. So it makes me wonder, like, what's brewing because this will this will be a very active eclipse due to the gemini retrograde the mars retrograde next year um and just those planets kind of getting re-triggered um and cyclically speaking i'm so glad you brought up america because realistically all these transits we're coming into are a ticking time bomb for when pluto finishes its retrograde 24 then reaches 25 then reaches 26 then reaches 27 and america has its pluto return and which, that's the beginning of bah, next year bah. oh when the nodes switch when too, the nodes switch and, and the oh pluto God, will be conjunct um that's insane it's natal the pluto will be conjunct america's natal pluto trying the north node in, in taurus and there's a Venus retrograde coming in Capricorn right. at the end of this year, and it'll be the end of December through February, and it will We're be Mars, conjunct Venus, Pluto. And Pluto at some point. So the the truth is, is like it's not a matter of is the stock market going to crash. It's when. It's when, yeah, yeah, the, it's the when. And of course, a crash doesn't mean it'll stay crashed. Maybe you need a crash for a better economy, but whether it stays crashed or not, the idea of America, where it's reaching its end, like this is where the lease is over, or like. We've reached the season finale. Well, and just Pluto crossing, like right. this Pluto crossing, you know, the natal Pluto or Pluto on on the south node. I think also isn't there a south node involvement in America's chart? I don't know if it's in Capricorn. Yeah, it's in Capricorn, isn't it? I have no idea. I don't remember if it's in Capricorn or let me see. That's I might a good have question. it. It'd um, be good to see what what progressed sun it's at too. We might have to. Here. Maybe we should do an episode on that. Because, yeah, we should. That'd be because awesome that's a really. Episode. Do I have it? I don't have it. But we can I, go in on I, America's I, chart. I know that just between Saturn alone right now and Saturn in Aquarius is somewhere near America's um, moon, mm. and Pluto dancing um, somewhere with natal Pluto or South Node. It, oh, oh, it's an Aqua Moon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on that is brewing with the housing market. It's gonna. It's there's going to be a big housing market thing that will come actually i just asked a real estate agent she's a virgo son and she, i i was talking to her about you know getting a new place and she told me that the housing market isn't really good right now to get one no it's gonna bust oh my god 
I mean, you know, we have the moon in the third house in Aquarius. In Probably during cancer season. The, in America's needle chart. We wonder why we have so many homeless people. Right. Why do we have oh. so many people living in fucking cars? And why are people now That's suddenly deep. opting to so ditch their really expensive city apartments and go and live in a van and drive cross country? So America's having it. The or why are people in working house? at home and telecommuting? Right. Right. Like third house. Right. This yeah. is ultimately going Holy to be shit. better for America. Um, and if it'll still be America, that's the thing. Because I love that you brought in war. This is all; these are all contributing factors that are going to really spill out into, which is even more important because during this period, we know that um, the current president and vice president that are connected to this country have their risings, right where the nodes are. Yeah. Which is America's rising in D.C. So. It's going to get really interesting. I mean, you throughout history, you can go back and look at, you know, civilizations and, and what has happened with founding countries and somewhere revolving around that 270-something to 350-year period. That's the Pluto return. It's like there is a war. There is a tumbling of, you know, a, you know, a, a, um, a democracy. Or it's just something yeah. that goes on that... I would say in every country, too. But yeah. Like, Definitely uh, the end of an empire. And that doesn't have to mean that it won't be reborn or transformed in a certain way. But, yeah, we're, we're, we're here. Like, this is it. This is what has been prophesied about. But more realistically, it's the end of a cycle. So. I don't I don't think America is going to ultimately be the United States. I think the future will be something like um, Hunger Games. I don't mm. like saying that, but... Just what I've seen temporarily, like a succession war with cycles and, and everything. Yeah, but I think eventually, like it will break down, and like certain states will band together, and yeah. they will be very aware of like their own economic standings and like their what they have to trade, what they have to offer, and maybe eventually the United States will become something more like territories and and separate spaces, like in Europe, where you you can you know go through those separate countries, which may be unions that are states that have combined but i i don't Huge know restructuring for sure there's a lot going on not just economically yeah. with the politics but i was reading the news they were talking about like this huge drought that's like actually a, a major crisis that's happening with like the water supply to california nevada oh, and arizona and they are expecting like a mass exodus from California, which is already happening now. Right, since last year. But more too, will leave. And wow. they're saying that it's going to push people who are west even further east. And, you know, I'm talking to clients who um, have moved to Texas and people who've, who've moved to um, to the Carolinas and people who are moving to um, Louisiana and people who are moving to like all over. Like people are just... Wow. I guess Idaho's hot right now. There's just a lot of like people who are more willing to pick up and go because it's just it's a very it's, North Node Gemini thing too. Yeah, people are getting curious. They're wanting to talk to people and and find new places and try new places out. And I guess that's the silver lining of what's happened in this last year is the ability to try new things out and to go back and forth before people really start to ground out their energy next year when the North Node's in Taurus and. Definitely want to be places where there's going to be land and you can grow food. It's going to be a lot more stable instability, 
but it'll be stable, which is weird because it got the Uranus, but it's still it's it's definitely it's like it's, I feel like it's gonna be stable, but there's still gonna be crazier instability, but we'll be stable with it. That's really my my hunch. I just keep looking that. at all those fixed squares next year, and I feel oh like people who are very much into their things. Um, Lots of commitment though. You'll be ready to commit and like square on and build value. That's true. Like now we got the direction. Yeah. I, I, I happen to like the North Node in Taurus because it is stable and it'll be really great for Venus transits. And with the trine to Pluto, I know that that will be really helpful. But it's it's going to be, I think, really challenging for a lot of people um, to really sort and sift and kind of figure their values out. Not just in a, in a sense of like dollar signs, but you know relationships and and what they invest in and what they eat and what they find beautiful and um that's what this whole you know transit that we had this last year you know not just this year but i'm thinking in you know 2019 2020 north node in cancer was trying to get us to connect to our roots our homes our families our emotions so we could communicate more in this last year travel get curious so then we can really start to buckle down next year um and yeah i don't know <laughs> no i was well said and, and i like to see uranus and taurus is like crypto it's so many things but like it's a real crypto wave it didn't start with it but no one's necessarily sure like what's the fate of this where is it gonna go we're gonna know the destiny of this when yeah. it's on uranus when the north node's transiting that's true that's going to be really interesting and i i think that when uranus meets with the north node it's supposed to be somewhere around um between 17 and 20 degrees of taurus so it will be swallows saturn's and aquarius mm -hmm. oh god square the nodes yeah that's binding that's like that's like that's the bills being signed all that yeah, so it's yeah. it's gonna get very colorful, and um, yeah, I I have always been somebody who like like looks to the astrology two, three, four years. I mean, I look back like six years ago, talking about what was meant to happen during all the planets that we had um, in Capricorn these last two years. So, I definitely think I'm gonna sit down and and um, either do it or we should sit down and talk about kind of like future out there astrology. People might find it very interesting. Agreed. Yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in with us. This is a chill, mellow cancer season feel. I think the erratic energy of early June, end of May will kind of tone down and it'll just be like a deeper, cute, but psycho, crazy Cuddling. cancer energy. <laughs> Come cuddle with me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's going to be great. Though. I think I think this will be the beginnings of energy picking up positively. Like things are going to get crazier, but you're going to personally enjoy yourself more. It's a really weird duality where it's like not really bad, but shit, I'm not going to ruin the surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Opposition. It'll be be interesting to come back after all these transits and kind of see how some of these things have manifested just in like the next two weeks. So that'll, that'll be fun to see. Or that's, I think that's what I'm trying to say. Individually for you, things are going to p- pick up and get amazing. But collectively around the world, whew, it's going to get crazier. So enjoy yourself. Do it. That's the balance. Boom, boom, boom. And uh, thank you once again for tuning in. And until next time, 
stay blessed yeah thank you guys for watching and as always we appreciate your support your likes your comments your shares leave us some comments below let us know what you want us to do some podcasts on for you guys in the future otherwise we will see all of you guys very soon take care